mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode one. Nope. 334 of There's No Place Like Tara on Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Grace. Yep, and that may I'm make sh- me Nixie. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Woo. We are in here. This is, this is how this episode Dr. Going. Grace. Dr. Grace. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, guys. I'm Grace. That's Nixie. Today, we're watching SG Universe, Season 1, yep. Episode 16. Yep. Sabotage. Yep. AKA. I don't have a AKA. We'll get one. Um, how have you been? Uh, so <laughs> there's two big media things that have happened to me this week. Yeah. One of which I started and then we shared this week. Yes. So I'll get to that one second. Okay. Because I know you also want to discuss it. Yes. My second one is I I I have been waiting for a very specific video game for a game like you <laughs> uh, to come into my life. Um, Star Star Wars Jedi Survivor came out yesterday, and I have about four and a half hours into it. Oh, is that a thing you like? You like Star Wars? I'm, I'm a, I wouldn't I, I know. I do like Star Wars, and very specifically, you know these Jedi people. Sure, I'm a big fan. Wow, I would have never known it. I know, shocking. <laughs> nice. Um, I. Uh, I'm not the type of person who normally does this, but I'm binging this video game. Good. I have yeah. no plans. I literally went, I am not crafting. I'm so I, happy for you. <laughs> I am taking my favorite little droid, BD-1, and I am going on a motherfucking adventure. It is time. It is time to adventure. Dual wielding lightsabers. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you. So far, so good? Yes. It's I feel so... Like- it's so pretty. I'm sure. It's yeah. It's so pretty. Um, I think eventually I will play both of those games. Yeah. Um, you know, I do have to recover my entire Horizon game first. This is true. But I will get there. And you have to get the DLC. Yeah. And then you'll get there. Yep. Um, how, the good news is I've heard that the DLC is only a couple hours. Gotcha. So once I finish this entire game again. <laughs> and if you want, you know, you you've loaned me the... Uh, the PlayStation, the old PlayStation yeah. to, to play games. We can loan you the old oh, Xbox. That's true. And then you could play that uh, would be Jedi interesting. On, on, on our older Xbox. That would be interesting. I'd have to relearn the controller. Well, that's my problem with PlayStation. Yeah. Is I held the controller and I was started to play um, and I'm like, my hands don't grow understand. Where yeah. Go. <laughs> don't understand. It's fair. Because I'm also to the point of, because I have one of the fancy xbox oh of course even going back to like the standard ones i'm like this feels weird yeah i bet if i had to pick up the four right now yeah i'd i'd be spoiled bread about it (laughs) yeah that's the best way to call it us in our first world problems yep um what else did you do this week so i started this book and i've been mentioning this book for a while and and i will fully admit i had a slower ramp up to it because i was only reading it at night and i would get like a chapter but here's the thing about project hail mary by andy weir Mm. is that you get to a point maybe quarter the way through the book okay 
is I think where a certain character is introduced. Yep. That's literally all I can say without spoiling things. Yep. And then you're like, I never want to put this book down again. I know. I need to know what happens. And then I immediately went, you know who needs this character in her life? Grace. Yeah. <laughs> and this was, mind you, I got to this because my brother was like, you need to hurry the fuck up and get to this character in this book so we can discuss this. <laughs> Yeah. And then I went to the same thing with Grace going, Grace, you have to, yeah. you're going to have to experience this book. It dovetailed nicely because um, Adam Weir, Andy Weir, Adam, Andy, Andy Weir. Weir had just been on a podcast I love, which is Adam Grant's Rethinking yep. Podcast. And they sort of insinuated things about Project Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, if Adam Grant likes it, I like it yeah. because that's who I am. <laughs> That's the things I found, girl. Over yes, Adam Grant's rethinking. Check it out; it's a very cool podcast. Um, so it dovetailed nicely with me having just heard that podcast, and mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm gonna read this book with my ear holes." Yep. And so I picked it up, and then was you like, "Binged it hard." I am like ten podcasts behind yeah. in my playlist. <laughs> Usually by this time of the week, I'm like got nothing to listen to. Yeah. Uh, because I listen to things as they come out. Um, and I have so many backed up podcasts right now because I was like, can't listen. Must read. Must read. Must read with ear holes. Um, it is. I think anyone who enjoys Stargate will enjoy this book. I, I think anyone who enjoys anything ever. No, yeah. but yeah, it is definitely very um, clever. Yeah. And people have to solve puzzles. Yes. Especially if you're enjoying universe or the idea of being stranded somewhere. Yes. Um, and there's also very important stories about people. There is also one of the, again, my favorite characters. Oh, very cool. Very cool character. Um, that was pretty much probably all that I did. Oh, um, by the time you listen to this episode. Yes. There may or may not be a new world chess champion. Um, yeah. And this was <laughs> this is something actually that a uh, 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 boyfriend, domestic partner, fiance, husband Jesse is very excited about. Um, so there is a tournament happening as we speak. Um, Magnus Carlsen, the current world chess master, world champion, uh, either of those titles I think is appropriate, has declined to participate. So unless this ends in a draw, there could be a brand new one. And that's actually really fucking cool. Cool. Here's why I think it's cool. Because it is a smart thinking game. And it is, it is. Uh, it is kind of like, I don't know, some stuff that's traditional like that. It's really cool to keep around. It's like it's like seeing people read a book yeah. versus watching a movie. Or, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, I don't know. It's a very cool game. Um, I love it even though I can barely, barely play it. Is there a world checkers champion? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's not. Because that is more my style of game. <laughs> I have never been very good at chess. It, and that's okay. I don't think anybody ever really is unless yeah. you are a, a grandmaster of some. Yeah. But that's, it's, that's what I think is very cool about that game is you're constantly practicing. Is you're always... There's unless you're Magnus Carlsen, <laughs> there's always someone who is better. There's always someone. It's a good game to learn how to lose with. Yeah, because you learn how to lose in the sense of like, hey, you lost. That's OK. What did you learn in this loss? Yeah. What can you bring to the next game to make you stronger? Um, It's just such a great game 
game for that, for constantly something to like the sandpaper to your brain, if you will, to yeah. make it shiny and full no, and yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I like it. I think it's romantic. We'll see what happens. Yay. Woo. I did watch the, I don't remember the name of it, but the Netflix chess lady series oh with anya taylor joy yes yeah what I is the name that. of that i don't remember it either that's okay may 7th 2010 this is written by barbara marshall and according to imd yeah. this is her very first writing credit cool um and according to the stargate wiki she was inspired to get into screenwriting or really pursue it after watching Battlestar galactic and reboot nice. have we had many i feel like we haven't had any female writers we don't have many of them okay um, I cannot remember the statistics. Wow, okay. We don't have many. Um, and this was directed Hell yeah. by one uh-huh. singular oh boy. Mr. <gasps> Peter DeLuise. I was hoping that was the name you were going to yeah, say, and then yeah. my brain went, but what if she doesn't? We don't have any. I didn't spot any uh, DeLuise cameos, though. Yeah. Maybe um, during the angsty montage, we just didn't see him. Well, it's a little harder when there's only so many people on the ship to yeah. commit that one of them is Peter Delaware. That's fair, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we didn't have too many scenes on Earth. Uh, yeah. So there wasn't really a good spot uh, yeah. to put in Delaware's <laughs> cameo. Fair, yeah. Um, so fun timeline fact mm-hmm. for, for people keeping track, although, I mean, TJ's kind of keeping track of a timeline for us. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I love that they just gave up on giving her any type of like fatigues. Well, there's none that fit. Yeah. It's like, are all those guys really that fit on there? Of I'm course. sure. Yeah. Well, they're wearing their fatigues. That's fair. They only have so many extra. I love extra. that it's like, here, you need a schlubby scientist yeah. t-shirt in order to, for your, to fit around your belly. Exactly. It's um, probably Brody's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Franklin's might be free now. That's Who fair. Knows? Sheesh. Um, by the end of this episode, we've been on Destiny for about five and a half months. Holy cow. On that ship for five and a half months. That's fine. Uh, our song this week is Only If You Run by uh, Julian Plenty. His real name is Paul Banks. Okay. He was a no- part of another band and I forgot to write it down. That's okay. Um, so you remember at the end of the episode last week, we had to like leave three people behind as Destiny jumped into the galactic void? Okay, yeah. Also remember, sort of remember a little bit. Also remember how Franklin existed? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and was like in a weird... I thought he was in a coma, I'm going to be honest, but apparently he was just like in a catatonic state. Uh, I thought he was in a coma too. Yeah. And to be fair, they don't really show him to us they much. They don't. Yeah. So the ship is the ship is traveling between galaxies. Yeah, and finally, Young might be like, maybe I don't have to shave. It was he's sitting there watching himself in the mirror, and then I'm like, oh, is something wrong, Young? Is there a lot of things on your mind? <laughs> Do you have some oh. some brain gremlins in there? Why are you very thoughtful these days? I couldn't you know, can't imagine why. So thinking so hard. Yeah, lost a crew, had a baby. Yeah, you just keeping the world moving. It's fine. Yeah, it's just you know things are really light on the ship right now. I do like the idea that he's finally going to stop fucking shaving. Like, you're wasting resources a little bit. I know. Just, anyway. Uh, yeah. Those racers could be useful for TJ's hospital room. They you could. never know. They could. So it's not like there's much to do at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but later on, he's a bit zoned, on on the ca- zoned out on the couch. 
I think prepare. <laughs> Again, very thoughtful. Wonder why. Well, I feel like he the um, there might be some big moment he has to break to the crew here yeah. as TJ radios him that everyone is gathered. Mm-hmm. Um, and stoically, young joins them in the gate room, <laughs> and he shares. I know this rumors. Everyone in this ship knows all this shit because it's a rumor mill, but. He shares that Rush has confirmed that their current jump is between galaxies. Yeah. Um, they don't know. They probably could find that out by looking out the observation window, but that's fine. Yeah. So I guess they don't. They're I think in he's FTL. just like, yes, it's true. Here's what's happening. Yeah, they're in FTL, so they can't technically see. Yeah. Anyway. Um, they don't know whether they're going to be able to visit a planet again to restock food and water. So uh-huh. very strict water and food rations. But that also means that any chance of rescuing Chloe, Eli, and Scott, and he, he can't say it. Mm-hmm. And everyone in this room knows the end of that sentence. Yep. There's no reason to say it. And that's when Rush radios him to the control room. And the crew just starts mingling as he leaves because none of this is good news. Yeah. So Rush doesn't look happy. He's figured out why the ship was conserving power. They're going to come short on their jump. Yep. There's no way with the power they have to make it to the next galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mini credits. Hey, everything sucks. Plus, we lost three people. Okay, bye. Yep. Sheesh. Oh, yeah. The singer of this band was a guy from Interpol. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. I was just like, the name, the stupid made up name didn't hit. But then, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's the name I'm, of the band I forgot to write sorry, down. Sorry, stupid made up name. Because I didn't I didn't really know that band either. I know Interpol pretty well. Anyway, okay. Well, you know music a lot better fair, than I do. Fair, fair. So at some point later, they've told Ray, Brody, and Volker, which means in three minutes after they leave this room, everyone on the ship will know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, they did just pass a star. But again, let us emphasize destiny is old as fuck. Like, the ship cannot charge its battery to 100%. Yeah. They're just 100% of what they can charge. And Brody shares that they can see in the records that this ship barely made the past few galactic jumps. Yeah. And that was before the ship had to deal with all of these pesky humans running around Mm -hmm. and take even more battle damage because of the pesky humans. (sighs) So if the ship knows it can't jump, why did the ship attempt to jump? Yeah. He's like, because the ship kind of doesn't care about us. Yeah. It's just got to get the ship out. weird annoying bugs that are in its system. Yeah. They're like, fuck, if I get rid of these on the way, cool. It has a mission. It's going to do that mission until it can't anymore. And here's the thing. The destiny is going to make it to the next galaxy to recharge. That's not the issue. It may be in, you know... A few hundred thousand years from now. <laughs> uh-huh. But goddammit, she's going to do it. The ship's going to get there, though. <laughs> so the question is, is what are they going to do about it? In reality, they're only going to be a few, a few percent away of the next galaxy, mm-hmm. which they break down to be about 50,000 light years, which 50,000 light years is so far like at some point my brain just won't process it here would I'm you like, like okay would you like me to help process it yeah it's half the milky way fuck okay <laughs> 
that's how far apart like, the even galaxies that, are. It's like sometimes when the, I start to hear numbers yeah. in, in light years, mm-hmm. it's like you might as well say like not yeah. nothing. Like the point is, is ha- <clears throat> half the Milky Way, half the Milky Way is like the two percent that they yeah. are short. Yeah, Jeebus. So Rush actually likes Brody's idea Uh um, of just seeing if they can make the FTL drive a touch more efficient. I love this because the workflow efficiency person in me is like, that's exactly the approach. 100%. Um, They don't need that much of an efficiency increase. Mm. Debbie Downer over here is like, we know jack shit about these engines. Let's not fuck with them. Calm down. It's going to be all right. (laughs) <laughs> but it's too late. Rush is already digging this plan, so he's certainly not going to listen to fucking Volker about it. Yeah. So there's a few great minds on Earth that they could Freaky Friday with and get them onto the ship and help. Yep. The best of these people is Amanda Perry. Mm-hmm. I think how Rush is like, Dibs, I know who I want. Yep. Yep. This one. Goodbye. <laughs> this one right here. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray actually knows of her too. She was act- she's helping to design the next gen hyperdrives. Yeah, she's a brilliant mind. Young's like, cool. Let's get it done now. So before we leave this room, yeah. like, while I appreciate that Camille has to walk in here to set up this conversation. Yes. Also, why the fuck are you here? You're not a scientist. You're just here to complain. Well, like, I f- out of story. Yes. Let's take a minute. I think it's <laughs> one of those where it's like. If she's she's still sort of maybe or maybe not like, quote unquote, the head representative of the civilians or whatever. Yeah, but you're not helpful in this room. You're no. just carrying up the place. And a also, bit. Uh, how, how many times you got to fuck up before you don't get that job no more? Yeah, I just like it's like I get it. And I get story wise why you put her there. Yeah. But I'd be like. Fuck, here she comes again. <laughs> if I were one of these scientists, the rumor like, mill. Yeah. God fucking damn it. Yeah. Can we just do our jobs without you up in our face? I anyway. do appreciate that Rush is like, by the way, young, one thing you should know if mm-hmm. we're going to Freaky Friday Amanda in here. Yeah. Just a heads up, whoever swaps with her, important thing they should know. Mm hmm. So we have a number of military women who are being given the option with full acknowledgement that this swap could be several weeks. Yeah. And they we don't see on screen, but they explain that Amanda is quadriplegic. Yeah. She requires a respirator. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be it's not an easy swap. The, yeah, yeah. It's going to be me- de- mentally demanding on the person yeah. who swaps. Yeah. Um, and James is like, for a chance to see my family? Yes. Yeah. So in the Pentagon, we see Amanda's body in the monitor. Um, and we see her in her eyes the moment James yeah, swaps into her body. I'm pretty sure nothing could prepare you for that moment. No, absolutely nothing. I gotta say, Vanessa James is really struggling. Yeah. She, I don't know what it's going to take, but like, I'm frustrated. It's it's hard to say I'm frustrated at her. Yeah. Maybe I'm frustrated for her, but it's like. Frustrated for her, I think. She just the, can't catch a break. She well, And she's like, it's like she digs this somehow this the more she loses confidence, the less she's able to do things. Yeah. The more confident, there's like this 
awful fucking spiral that yeah. she can't come out of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the other side, on Destiny, Rush is waiting for Amanda or Mandy. Yeah. Who can hardly believe she's here. Mm-hmm. And for the first time since she was nine, we learn, she's in control of her own limbs. Mm-hmm. Not for long. And just as she glances down at the mirror, she sees James' face and she sort of snaps out of it. And James is back hyperventilating and apologize. And yeah. she just couldn't. And she runs from the room. She's like, I, could, I can't do it. I can't do it. I hate this for her so much. And Young like calls out to her. But Rush is actually the one with empathy right now. Is like, yeah, how about you just give her some Let her space? go. Let her fucking go. She's got to walk that shit I, I off. will say that these are the moments where I would have struggled to be a good leader, similar to how young is. Yeah. I struggle with people who are struggling with themselves because I just want to be like, you've got this. <laughs> just just <laughs> get it. <laughs> you've got to just do the just, thing. Just get it. You totally you can, can you, do the you thing. You can get it. You, can, you just got to get it. Just but gotta, you just get it. You have to just do it. Yeah. But... <laughs> But do it. Yeah. And it, it feels like. Okay. We got Stormy when he was a very small, small, small guy. Yeah. Uh, tiny. Like. Like. Could. Fit in the crook of my arm. Could walk under Kaylee. Yeah. And um, we had stairs in the apartment we lived in. Mm-hmm. And the stairs were taller than he was. And so it was the, required this like infinite patience to be like, hey, bud. You can climb the stair. Yeah. I know you can. You're just going to put a little posse up there. And you're going to climb the stairs. Yeah, you got this. The minute you do it, it's going to make sense. Yeah. And then he would be like, not today, mom. Today's not the day. Please carry me. (laughs) And so eventually we got there. But then climbing down the stairs was a whole other story. Yeah. Um, He's controlled falling. Obviously, he got there. (laughs) But it was the most frustrating thing for me. Yeah. and I don't know. I've learned as a leader that's one of my weak points. Ha, yes. And it's like it's that patience. I need you to believe in you as much as I believe in you, or yeah. else I'm going to stop believing in you. Yeah. And that's the part where I'm like, I don't want to get to where I stop believing you. I think Young is in that position. With I James. can't shove the belief down your throat. And that's where he's at. Where he's like. I need to shove this down your throat or yeah. else I will stop believing in you. Yeah. And I don't want to get there because I'm already thinking it. Yeah. But I don't want to. In my head, I know you're telling the story about Tiny Stormy. And I know Tiny Drakey didn't have stairs in his no. life. But I would love, I mentally see the difference of your two boys encountering yeah. stairs for the first time. Oh, see, it, my Drakey approaches everything with gusto. He, he will fall on his face over yeah, and over Yeah, he would have just over. like started down the stairs and then tumbled and then got up and like, like let's do that again. Everything's fine. Let's try it again. <laughs> Which is really, here's what's interesting is in real life. I am more the stormy yeah. or Lieutenant James of the world. Yeah. And that's probably why it's so frustrating. Yeah. Because you're like, if I can do it. Yeah. Anyone can fucking do it. It's fine. <sighs> okay. Sorry. That was therapeutic for a minute. And there. I'm someone who, as long as I'm the one who would probably jump down the stairs, as long as I know that there's someone there who can like help me if I start to think. Yeah. As long as I have, as long as I know that there is like some sort of, 
which I I know that some people would say that it's not a risk if there's a safety net, but it's like no, it's like the like we tell when we're you know everybody knows that we're designers. We yeah. tell people, hey, you can't break this. Exactly, fuck it up. I will just hurl myself off those stairs. Yeah, get in there and fuck it up, and then if you fuck it up, we'll fix it. Yeah, but if you don't get in there and fuck it up, I don't know what part you're exactly. not getting. Yeah. So. This time, Ray is going to body Freaky Friday body swap yeah. with Amanda. I will say this is where Camille Ray is. Shows her strengths. Finally, that was in her strengths are not in like subterfuge mm-hmm. or managing people no. or th- the science of things. But this woman she is incredibly strong willed, fucking stubborn as shit. Yeah. She- if something's like if you need someone who's like, hey, you're going to be like shoved out into like. Like like the book we just read, yeah. zero G, and yeah. you've got to go push this button over there, and it's gonna fucking suck the entire way. She's like, it's fine, I got it's it. It's fine, I got this, and you believe out of, it. Out of sheer stubbornness, yeah. I will be fine with the situation. Yeah. There will be nothing but my skeleton pushing that button, exactly. but I'm gonna push that goddamn and before button. Before she like presses the stone, she just looks up at Young and is like, fix the fucking ship. Yeah. Moments later, she's in Amanda's body back at the Pentagon, yeah. and she's she's keeping calm. Mm-hmm. She works on getting used to. Breathing. Yeah. And we introduce Mary, who's going to be helping her out mentally and physically. I've I've never obviously been in this position, but I have been intubated and yeah. woken up before. And I can't imagine because of how this feeling is. It is the weirdest fucking thing to be like, yeah. hey, it's you're already breathing. I know yeah. it feels fucking weird. But you are breathing. And there's something obstructing your entire esophagus. Yeah. But you're breathing. The last thing you want to do is freak out. But all you want to do is freak out. Yeah. But the last thing you need to do is freak out. 100%. So I'll give Camille credit here. Yeah. Yeah. For this whole episode, like, this is not an easy situation that her and Sharon are in in this entire episode. And I think they handle it about as well as anyone could handle it. Yeah, seriously. Um. But yeah, she's just going, I'm not talking to anyone else. I'm going home mm-hmm. to Sharon. Yeah. So TJ finds James um, eating her barely nothing in the cafeteria. Yeah, her air. <laughs> her air. <laughs> um, she is beating herself up about not being able to continue the swap. And TJ's like, you're fine. Yeah. That's not like a normal body swap. No. And like, yeah, like it's the first time she's had the body swap so she's like yeah Yeah. i can do this and they give her like on hard mode i know (laughs) yeah it's like beating yourself up is not gonna help here i know that you're at the wit's end and you don't know what else to do but this ain't it man and so they see rush bring and escort amanda in ray's body through the cafeteria and a tour of the ship and james is like i'm gonna nope out of this situation real fast but amanda's like do i do I recognize you? And she's like, I'm going to note past you and ignore that you were talking no, to me. No, don't talk to me. Bye. Please go away. Yeah. Amanda's already moved on. Mm-hmm. There's so many interesting things to her on the ship. And mm-hmm. she really, really wants to try with the little kumquat guys. Yeah. A little weird tomatoey guys. And, and, uh, um, Baker, I think it's Baker. is like, well, most people find this real bitter. <laughs> Okay. And to Amanda, it's like the best tasting thing in the world because it's the first food she's been able to feed herself since she was nine. Yeah, it's like, guys, let's. it's like a nice person to have on board to just remind you of the things that you can be grateful for. Yes. I genuinely thought this episode was going to end with her and Camille being like, swap bodies forever, swap <laughs> bodies forever. Cool. 
Because Camille's like, I'm just grateful to be with my wife. I don't yeah. give a shit what state this body's in. True. Yeah, There's I was convinced. Yeah. I was convinced. Yeah, anyway. Um, and that is about when Young radios TJ. Mm-hmm. Um, seriously, where is the very smart scientist that we special ordered with express shipping from Earth? Yeah, we and need it. And why isn't she here? Yeah. I love that Rush is like, dude, ignore him. It's yeah. fine. We'll I, get there I, we get I there. do love the sudden change in Rush. Yeah. Like, he's just Mr. Cool Dude. Of course. Everything's super fun. Super smooth. <laughs> um, James is walking somewhere down the corridors and just pauses right up in front of the camera with a little blank face. Mm. It's fine. It's That's normal. Worry. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Sharon has taken all of her vacation time yeah. on short notice. To get as much time as she can with Ray as possible. Yeah. There is so much new equipment in their house to help Ray uh, just exist. And yes, in fact, Sharon did get rid of the ugly chair. I would not have gotten rid of the ugly chair. Wow. It was a show of faith. I know, but I don't know. I feel like that was like the thing they went back and forth on type thing. But she genuinely wanted to get rid of it. And to her, it's like the show of faith of like, my wife's coming home, so I better get rid of the chair. Yeah, I think I saw it, it different as like, like they both secretly love the chair. And it's just like the ongoing joke uh, in their relationship is the ugly chair. Being a woman who hates things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that Camille meant get that fucking chair out of my house. I love you. I miss you. Why is that chair in my house? I never house? want to see that chair again in my life. <laughs> I'd like to think that it's just in the attic. Yeah. It's just that, in the what, basement. Out of my face. Get it's, it out yeah, of my face. It's just in the basement. That's fair. It could be upstairs and Ray's not going to know right now. That's true. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, I like that Sharon is super nervous about like touching or hurting ray in any way and i mean yeah she's like, i would be too just fucking kiss me <laughs> the, the whole consent thing comes back every time this happens yes it fucking freaks me out yeah but you know it seems like it works in both directions so they're both yeah. just like here's what we're doing i feel like at this point is just like assumed. hey assumed consent yeah are you willing to have your body used yeah on the ship amanda i guess it's one of those like nothing permanent yeah. Don't get any tattoos or piercings. Or pregnant. <laughs> or pregnant. Yeah. On the ship, Amanda confirms they only need five or six percent more efficiency to get to the next galaxy. The challenge mm-hmm. is doing all this without access to the core systems and really no fucking knowledge of how the engines work. Yeah. Um Hey, learn everything. Yeah. And just as they're about to start getting to work on that, that's when shit hits the fan. Yeah. And there's an explosion on part of the engine. And we can see this from the outside of the ship. And there is a sudden deceleration. Yeah. Everyone is thrown forward on the ship very violently. Super fine. Quick <sighs> st- little stone swap, too, while we're here. Yeah, for half a second, Ray lands on top of Rush yeah. before she's back on Earth. <laughs> so now the ship is just drifting in space. Yay. Uh, they're quickly picking up the infirmary because everything's thrown around and it's triage time. And you have head wounds, internal bleeding up front. Don't be shy. That includes you, James. Yeah. Greer runs over, happy to put to work. And she's like, take care of all any shaky or quiet ones because they're frequently the worst. Yes, yeah. I am fine. Stop asking me. Um, I don't know. How much do you want to believe, TJ, that she's fine? 
Like never amount, the never amount. But I also know that that fine means don't fucking ask me again. You're not getting shit out of me. Hundred percent. So it's not about belief. It's about like it doesn't matter whether I believe you or not. Yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want anyway. So here we are. Yeah, Yeah. I think Greer fully understands that. Yeah, yeah. So Young finds most of our brains in the control room. It wasn't an attack. Something just broke. Hmm. Super weird. Um, the FTL just exploded, and now they're drifting, and no one knows why, because it could be a thousand different things. So they explain to Amanda why they can't get to most places on the ship. Mm -hmm. Um, They do have Kinos. Um, And I don't want to be young, who reports this ship back to Earth, but you have fun with that. Yep. And Amanda is throwing off the mental whiplash from being back on Earth in a strange house and then yeah. back here. Somebody's using my body and kissing it. They didn't warn her about the FTL thing. Yeah. So weird thing in the infirmary. Mm-hmm. James realizes she's missing some time. Hmm. That's probably nothing to worry about. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, she was walking. Then she was somewhere else in the ship. She doesn't know how they got there. And then boom, the explosion. And mm-hmm. TJ's like, you're concussed as fuck. So you should sit down. That yeah. might be why. Yeah. Um, Park runs in. Greer and someone else are carrying in Franklin. Yes. Um, Park found him on the floor. Not really sure if he's injured. He's he's catatonic. Eyes are open. Real sweaty. Now, Franklin was our guy who had done the chair before and yes. was in recovery, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Who we basically ha- have not heard from. Until today. Yeah. Got it. He was... He, Just making sure I had my, my scientist straight for a He was the there. one that basically um, um, Rush sort of gaslit into yeah. sitting in the chair. Into, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember this. Um, and he does seem to respond to James and looks up at her. I'll take it. She needs a win. So Rush and Amanda are successfully seeing shots of the engine from the Kino. It's Sharon and Ray's first night alone, the two of them. Sharon's very anxious. <laughs> Doesn't want anything to happen to Ray or yeah. Amanda's body. Yep. And uh- Mary just calmly walks her through everything, assuring both of them will be fine. Mary's like the real MVP of this whole episode. Oh, I was like, Mary gets whatever terror awards exist. Yeah, caretakers always undervalued. Yes. Overlooked. Dude, uh, our cleric is killing it in this yeah. episode. Yeah, uh, You can see it in Ray's eyes. She is this real hard for her. Mary is constantly casting calm emotions. Yes. <laughs> she just has a permanent calm yeah. emotions cloud around yeah. her. An aura of calm emotions. (laughs) This woman has the patience of thousands of people. Yeah. (laughs) So just then, on Destiny, out of nowhere, the Stargate starts dialing. Mm -hmm. Rush notices in the control room, raises the alarm, calling for Greer and his security team to meet him in the gate room. By the time Greer's there, Rush is like, yeah, so that was a false alarm. Hmm. You can stand down. I don't know if Rush just figured out the most likely reason the ship was dialing. Or if we've never in Stargate been able to see where a wormhole's coming from. Yeah, this entire scene is like, what? Well, 
Okay. Well, we had to get them on the ship somehow. No reason. They're just back now. Okay. But uh, suddenly a four-year-old is telling this story. Yes. <laughs> and then they were back. <laughs> what? Yep. It is How? Scott Wormhole? and Eli and Chloe. Suddenly Drakey's telling the story. Yes. Yeah. It's wormhole back. By the way, this dog is just dead asleep in a recliner sitting in a sunbeam. The most handsome man that ever handsome. He's sleeping in a dapper way. He's sleeping handsomely, as yes. he would. Yeah. His little paws crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, of the, everyone with guns stands down real quick and instead attacks with hugs. And it's a real confusing moment. For everyone involved in watching, yeah, because does. no one on Destiny was expecting to see these three. And Chloe's like, what, what, what do you mean? You didn't make, you didn't let us dial? You didn't make this happen? You didn't save us? Yeah. We're just not going to explain anything on how they got back. They do. Sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. They hang a lantern on that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Eli hands Rush's glasses. Mm-hmm. And Rush is like, where the uh, sh- okay, <laughs> sure. So back with Ray, it's lunchtime. It looks like Chef Boyardee raviolis or something. Yeah. Um, Sharon is telling Ray about the new book club where a few men are su- suddenly super interested in nineteenth-century chiclet to get. Oh my god, girls! Which Ray laughs at, and I like Mary's like, yeah. Can we focus on eating? Yeah. We are single tasking right now. Yeah. Remember that part where this isn't your body. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to protect this body. Yes. Um, and so instead, Sharon's going to help with the meal. And yes, it is clear that Sharon inside is freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to swallow it and deal with it because it means Ray is here. And this they're together. woman is a fucking saint. Yes. Well, to process all of that that quickly. Holy shit. Also, consider what we know of Ray. I feel like the woman's a saint in the first place yeah because she married she Ray. already yeah she's already made of strong stuff yes considering who she married our formerly missing crew is getting checked out in the infirmary mm-hmm. um they were just starting to get settled into the idea that they were stuck on that planet mm-hmm. which as i he like suddenly puts that that would have been shit because the three of us have this weird triangle history, and two of them don't know that weird triangle history And exists. I hate it. <laughs> and I hated it. Both Scott and Chloe are oblivious. Yeah. They're like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> it was just me and my best friend and my dude. Or there's like, me and my best friend and my girl. Yeah. Nothing weird at all. Couldn't have been more perfect. Um, but on the second night they were there, the remote just lit up with Destiny's address. And so they figured Destiny found a way to get within gate range again. Mm-hmm. So basically the idea is Destiny happened to break down within that gate's radius. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's too simple considering how much they built it all up. Anyway. I'm more like... The way weird way he phrases the second night, the remote time. Listen, I'm not going to get into the fact that time should not be passing the same rate when you're in FTL, but time passes the same for That's all of you. That's true. Yeah. Like when you say on the second night, that was like 30 fucking minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did it just to find the address and then wait two days. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dial. 
Um, Scott's like, I actually miss this place. <laughs> I guess you would. Um, Scott arrives, pointing out how much they scared the crap out of everyone here. Yeah. And clear how happy he is to see all them. Yeah. This is not a person who outwardly shares emotions. Yeah. I like how he's like, and now that you're all fine. <laughs> back to work. Yeah, good thing that planet was nice because if we can't get the ship working, everyone is going back to that That's planet. where we live now. Yeah. And Eli's like, fine, I'll get back to work. <laughs> um. So, again, Franklin is not in a coma. Mm-hmm. Um, James is feeding him as TJ checks in on both of them. Yeah. Uh, James gets these vibes like something with Franklin has changed. Yeah. Believe like that. my fucking worst nightmare. He's fully awake inside, but stuck can't in his body. To stuck his in body. his body. Yep. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, she's already talked to Rush. She's like, you're imagining shit. Um, but she also hasn't slept for days, so who knows? She hasn't slept really since the engines blew because she keeps having these nightmares of being trapped in a dark room, but she's not herself and she can't get out. And and TJ's like, you know, it's probably just weird phantom memories of being uh, freaky frighted with Amanda. I like how James is like, something's wrong with me. And they're like, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I feel like something's <laughs> wrong with me. You're probably fine, though. Like you've been through a couple you've weird shit. Yeah, look, in the past it's just some days. weird things, and you've been. You're fine though. You I mean you were concussed? Yeah. You went body swapping. You're fine. <laughs> it's probably like side effects from that. Yep. Um, Eli is reading and listening to music when Amanda walks in and is hoping Math Boy has the calculations. And mm-hmm. I love that moment of seeing these moments of seeing Mignal play like Amanda. Yeah. Yeah, I like when they do that, when you get a little bit of glimpses of back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's got to be really unnerving. I don't imagine they ever get used to that. No, because I'm not, I'm going to be honest. I don't know how you get past if I see a grace. Yeah, but like, it's not grace. Like yeah. there's, there's another like someone else yeah. in that body. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know. I don't know how I would get used to it if it's someone because it's someone, you know, it's not like it's people you don't know. If it's people you don't know, but the person, you know, is in there. That's fine. And then like, listen, there's the scene that we will get to later when Rush knows both (laughs) the person whose body he's seeing and the person whose brain he's talking to. And he's probably thought of both. (laughs) TBH. Okay. So anyways, um, Mm -hmm. Eli's like, yeah, here's your calculations. Don't call me math boy. Yeah. And Amanda's like, nope, Ken, I'm totally sorry. Um, Nick, yeah, like, I don't care who you are. Don't come in here using the names of our peoples. Yeah. That you weren't part of forming. Like, um, yeah. And uh, Amanda gets it. You know, Nick used to call her Little Miss Brilliant a couple times and it stuck. And Eli's like, who the fuck calls him Nick? Yeah. His only name is Rush. Yeah. He has one name. It's Rush. Uh huh. <laughs> he yeah. is Madonna. Ew. What are you doing? It's, yeah. His name is Rush. Yeah. Like Beyonce. This uh, show is also weird for me because there's a character named Matt and a character named Nick, and those are two super close names. <laughs> very close names to me. Yeah. To me, they're not named that. Yeah. No, exactly. It's yep. Scott and it's Rush. Yep. 
Um, so apparently both Rush and Amanda worked at the SGC for a few years before Icarus, and he would bounce ideas off her while he was trying to solve the very same agent proof that Eli solved. Congrats on that, by the way. He's like, whoa, look at what I won. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, dude, you won the fucking lotto. I would do anything to be on this ship right now. I love how, like, cold he is. Yeah. It's like, bro, yeah. <laughs> um, and after Gloria passed, like, Rush and, and Amanda would have these long, deep, deep talks about his work, her work, Ascension, Ancients. And honestly, she was smitten. Because here was this brilliant person. He didn't, you know, did, he conversed with her as you... Would anyone else didn't see her situation, didn't see the chair. He even tried calling him Mr. Brilliant, hoping he would catch on. And and Eli's like, I'm sorry, what? You yeah. have a thing for him? This is just getting weirder and fucking weirder, lady. Can you just not be here? <laughs> and, and she's like, yeah, well, why? He's like, that's just surprising. And she jumps to a bit of a conclusion that's like, what? Just people make assumptions about me all the time. Like just because I'm disabled can't be that. He's like, no, because yeah. it's fucking rush. Oh, no, <laughs> we clearly don't know the same rush. I love that. Yeah, I just I really love Eli here because so we've had this conversation about how we have like a default emotion that we turn to for yes. things, and mine is disgust. Yeah. If I don't know how to feel, I'm going to feel disgust. Yes. And that is exactly what's going on. Like, this entire, he's just like, ew, all the way through this conversation. Yes. From the very start, like, don't fucking call me math boy. No. Don't come in here calling him Nick. No. Well, why are you having crushes on this fucking weird ass motherfucker? Yes. Yeah. I love it so much. And she's like, well, thanks for the math. And after she leaves, Eli's still, it rushed. Fucking rush? Yeah. Who, what rush are you talking, like the same rush that we know? Yeah. Like that rush? Lady, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, so who knows how long after that, the brain's brief young. <laughs> so yes, part of the engine exploded. Yeah. But it might be a good thing. Yeah. So it overloaded the weakest part, the weakest link in the engine system. Mm-hmm. So there's 16 engines for lack of a term that make up the ftl drive Mm -hmm. and without that one engine dragging the whole system down the drive will actually be more efficient yeah it's not going to lose all that energy you actually just lost the the part that was holding us back yes yeah which is great but don't plan the party yet because there's a lot of work to do to get those other 15 up and running again and without access to the core systems we have to do it all manually yeah or Remember that, like, is this a robot we found a couple episodes back? I forgot that thing existed. 100%. Well, half the crew was on Paradise Planet, and they're like, maybe this could be a droid that can repair shit. Yeah, and we were all like, who cares? There's there's planet. Yep. Um, Amanda's already programmed it with the starting steps of the repair process, Mm -hmm. and Scott's going to meet her and Eli at the shuttle, and they're going to make this shit get to work. Guess what, Scott? You're an astronaut now. (laughs) And after they leave, um, Rush is like, you know, there is another option, which is, of course, the chair option. 
Rush's stop. white whale. Stop. <laughs> stop with the chair. Alrighty, Ahab over here. He's got to try. I can't blame yeah. him for trying. And if it comes down to fix the ship in a few moments because they get access to the core systems via the chair or die in a void, <laughs> Young will sit in the fucking thing himself. Yep. Yeah. We do not use the chair at the first opportunity. The no. chair is a last minute solution. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I can get behind that. Rush is like, is this, a, is this a last? How are about we, now? Are we all shitting yet? Yeah. <laughs> so the shuttle is around to the butt of the ship. Yep. And you can see the whole part, the panels where the engine just blew out. Mm -hmm. And Scott just butts to butt the two yep. ships. Yeah, he just Lego clips them into place. And he releases our little spider droid, mm -hmm. who is adorable and I love him. Reminiscent of somebody we know? Yes. <laughs> I will not say anything nope. more. Say no more. So there is a team that's going to head through and scout the planet that Destiny can connect with, that the three were on. Mm -hmm. And TJ Fine Youngs, who's reading, is like, I want to be on the team. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, it's, it's fine. You don't need to. Scott's going to lead it. She's like, Scott's flying a shuttle. Yep. Well, he's going to be back real soon. Okay, but also, <laughs> I could just go. She's like, is this how it's going to be? Really? Is this how it's going to be the whole time? Mm -hmm. Like, you you don't think maybe I want to see the planet where Al might have to raise our child? Notice there was no we in that statement. Yeah. I don't... You think maybe I want to see the planet that I'm going to raise our child on? Yeah. And Young's like, well, listen, we're still really hoping that we're not going to come to that and we're going to get the ship fixed. I feel like he's like, I see your we have to be safe and I raise you a I'm carrying the baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, young does in the end give permission and she's like cool thanks bye and, yeah and he tries calling after her to you know assure she's like i'll be fine i'll be safe bye <laughs> gotta go bye <laughs> um that's gonna be a solid card for her to play forever <laughs> forever <laughs> Carrying your baby will then turn into carried our baby. Yep. While fucking floating in space. Yep. <laughs> so that team is geared up to head yep. to the gate. Um, Scott. <laughs> TJ in her fancy gear. <laughs> I just love how ridiculous she looks on this t-shirt. She's rocking it though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Scott found fresh water before. So they're going to map that. They're going to get as feel as much of the land as possible because they might have to live there. Mm-hmm. Eli's like, why are we sending a Kino through? We are just there. Do we really have to send a Kino through? Mm, you're going to eat those words in a second. Young points out what show they're on. And... <laughs> Remember that time the, we're lost in space? The fact that you were just there kind of doesn't mean much on this program. Because mm -hmm. the moment the Kino's through the gate, we see two alien ships sitting there watching the gate that starts firing on the poor little Kino. Got it. Got it. D not safe. Not safe. Um, I mean, it's it's fine. It's yeah. fine. We can, we're going to shut down the gate. Uh, they're reassured a bit that they can't get through the gate without the remote, which Eli's like, damn, guys, I'm I'm real happy we got through the gate when we did, because if we were on that planet, yep. then the aliens would now have the remote to get through the gate yeah. to Destiny. Also, you'd probably be dead. You, you Also, you'd be dead. You would most certainly be not alive anymore. So now they can't go backward. Their only choice to move forward they have to fix the ship mm -hmm. 
Three weeks pass. Montage time. Yay. Young is just watching out at not stars. <laughs> the galaxies in yeah. observation. Uh, Volker is like, I hate, this isn't even food. This is just paste. I don't want to eat this anymore. Dude, nobody does. No one does. I just, it's hard to hear them complain about things like this. When, like, if you're having a shared group complain time. Yes. That's different than, like, just one person. Because it's like, we're all here. Yeah. We're all struggling. You can. It sucks for everybody. You can vent all you want. Yeah. But, like. You're venting to someone who's dealing with the same thing. Yeah. It, it's just like there's a time for venting and there's a time when nobody's venting. You don't get to just bitch no. at them. Uh, Amanda, I mean, to be fair, he isn't talking to anyone else. He is just yeah, sitting fair, there commiserating fair. in his own gruel. That's fair. Amanda and Rush are having a grand time doing whatever the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. Ray is, listen, clearly a bit miserable, but doing what she can. Yeah. Um, James and others are just running. They just run, just keep running. Yep. Just run and don't stop. Uh huh. Um, Brody. Don't, don't let the feelings catch up to you. Nope. You run faster than those feelings. Yeah. Brody is a man after my own heart here. He's like, what can I do in these three weeks? Yeah. I'm going to make myself a still. Yep. I'm going to make alcohol. James is still feeding Franklin. Um, Becker, our chef, has opened up a barbershop. Uh, shaving Gru's head. Yep. Brody now has booze. I'm sure it's real smooth moonshine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I do like the using whatever sp- space potatoes. <laughs> it's like they were bitter going in. Yeah. It can only get more bitter. Uh, you know, it might smooth out a little bit. <laughs> I'm hoping they've got at least stuff to filter it through, like you would, like whatever you filter the water through. I'm sure they filter, yeah. That'll, that'll help smooth it out a little. Um, Matt and Chloe have clearly made up with whatever issues they had. Well, let me rephrase that. Yeah. Clearly, Matt and Chloe have put Decided whatever issues. Decided to not talk about whatever issues they had. <laughs> put whatever issues that they have in the closet and close the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never talk about those again. Everybody cool? Everybody cool. I... I, we, I think we've pretty established that they're not the most hot on communication between the no, two of them. No, no time for that. <laughs> um, TJ is still keeping on, keeping on in her domain that is the infirmary. Mm-hmm. Brody introduces James and Chloe to his moonshine. Again, real smooth. I <laughs> like that he wasn't expecting these two women to slam, you know, the double shot of moonshine. Look at them. They're not going <laughs> to sip it. No. These are not women who are sipping <laughs> For moonshine. For two different reasons. They know how to handle their booze. Yeah. Well, and it's like, Chloe's like, I party. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to sip this. No. If you wanted to sip this, go find somebody else. <laughs> I'm here to slam alcohol, so brain no thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is all of this fragile chemistry glass that it was very important for them to bring. Slam, yeah. Well, no, it was very important for them to bring from the Icarus planet mm-hmm. all of these yeah. beakers. Because this shit wasn't on Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Eli watches that little droid via Kino. Yeah. <laughs> um, so three weeks later as well on Earth, Ray and Sharon, Ray's like, we need full grocery shopping. Like, you need to go to the big grocery store and get us food. Please leave my house. Please. (laughs) Please leave the house for an hour. Please go away. Yeah. 
Because I like that Mary's like, I could have done shopping. He's like, no. She's like, no, you couldn't. No. You are unable to go in a grocery <laughs> store. Back on the ship, our adorable little droid friend kicks free the last piece of something that's not needed. Mm-hmm. And the control room, there's a bit of a delight. Although Amanda's like, that was, that three weeks was the easy part. Yeah. That's just clearing out all of the damaged shit. Yeah. Um, we now have to bypass it area and we can start working on that in the morning. Yeah. And they're going to celebrate for a bit for tonight and Rush is going to introduce her to Brody's bar. Yeah. Well, it's like, that's not his initial plan. Rush is like, cool, I'm going to go work on other things. She's like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. Let's take a fucking break. Let's. Yeah. Let's have some fun on the ship. Mm-hmm. I do like that Brody's like, I have a bar now. Yeah, I have Brody's bar. Welcome to my bar. Uh, James is telling Chloe about her dream, the alone, but not alone. It's her, but not her in darkness. And Chloe's like, um, hi. Oh, I don't think that was a dream. Yeah. I yeah. recognize some of this. Some of this is real things, but sure. Amanda and Rush sit down. Um... They have like a shot each. Mm-hmm. Rush prepares her. Look, this stuff has one redeeming quality. Taste is not it. Yeah. She's like, I don't give a fuck. I haven't tasted anything. Did you see me enjoy the hell out of that kumquat? I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, it is. I like both of their reactions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Listen, shit gets you drunk. That's the important part. Yep. Um, I do... Like that Rush says the lack of coffee was one of the most challenging things about being on the ship, yeah. which I feel as I drink my coffee. Yeah. I don't know what would be the worst for me. Uh, let's assume the diabetes stuff is not an issue. Yeah, let's assume you have it. Just assume. Yeah. Um, I don't know that. Because I don't think about coffee. Yeah. Like, I don't wake up and go, I need my coffee. But I know that if I don't have coffee by a certain time of the day, I've got a pounding ass headache. Yeah. That would be the hard part. I I feel like I'm like Rush and like many people, the first couple of weeks would, would just do not talk to me. Yeah. Um, but I did. I mean, during the panini, I went down from almost a full pot of coffee in the morning to like a cup and a half. Uh-huh. Well, like two cups. I have a big cup. So, yeah. like half, essentially half a pot or under. And see, I think I went backwards because I was at home, so I was like, I'll make more coffee. Yeah, well, I'm going to make more coffee. My thing is like it just makes that cup. Yeah. I can get away with a cup of coffee. Mm. It just makes that cup very important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it just became a thing to do out of boredom. It's like, I guess I'll have more coffee. Well, mine was, I didn't make any different amount of coffee at the house, but I used to drink coffee at work because it was there. Yeah. And I can't drink the work coffee. That shit is swill. It is swill. Uh, I needed the caffeine. Fair. (laughs) That's why I think the caffeine isn't such a big deal for me. Because it's like, if I can't get good coffee, then I won't drink coffee. (laughs) I'm partly that way, but partly sometimes I'm like, I don't care how the caffeine enters my bloodstream right now. It needs to be in. Yeah. Because I've had the little caffeinated power bars and stuff before as well. It's like, I don't care how the caffeine gets into me. Sometimes I just need the caffeine. So I have diminished the caffeine requirements yeah. it just makes it that much more important right on um so that would instinctively be one of the 
uh, difficult things for me. Yeah. There's probably others that I'm not thinking of. I think part of it, honestly, and I'm, I'm kind of with, um, I would just be food grumpy all the time. That's what it's like. The, the lack of food variety. Just food grumps. Would. Yeah. Yep. And no video games. Yeah, but you have enough smart people there that might be able to make your own video games. If they made me a video game, I would be so happy. Yeah. At the very least, you could make something like Tetris. Minesweeper. You could make some simple ones. Something. Um, I I do like, as Rush is like, coffee was difficult. She's like, oh, I feel so sorry for you. Yeah, yikes. Rush has had dreams about coffee. Listen, we know what Captain Janeway would go through to make sure that she has her cup of coffee in the Delta Quadrants. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, and Amanda's like, that actually makes sense. Um, for years after her accident, she would have dreams that she could walk again. Mm. And now, like, she's here and she gets to do, like, this is a dream come true for her. Yep, she's doing it. And they pause because they she knows they have to fix the ship. And once they have the ship fixed, she has to wake up. Mm-hmm. And they both have very complex looks of sadness in their eyes. Or don't. Camille seems perfectly happy to stay on Earth. Just saying. So after their conversation, it's James and Chloe outside Young's room. And James is like, um, so here's the thing. I did something. I did a bad thing. I may have been the one who damaged the ship. Yeah. I like that she needs Chloe for more support. (laughs) She's like, I can't fucking talk to Young by myself. <laughs> this is, I'm going to fucking die. This is terrible. Uh, well, and I feel she's also there to be like, no, I actually agree with her. Yeah. I, I experienced this. this shit. Yeah. So Amanda and Rush are walking and talking down the hallway on the way to her room and noticing the redeeming qualities of Moonshine. Mm-hmm. And with that little bit of a buzz in her system, Amanda gets up the nerve <laughs> to ask Rush have you ever caught on to her feelings for him in the long talks they had after his wife passed? And honestly, he's like, awkward. First of all, maybe don't mention his wife as you're like trying to I get in his pants. For you. Yeah. Second of all, he's like, I just thought you felt sorry for me because my wife died. Yeah. And she's like, well, for a while, I just thought you felt sorry for me because I was. In a wheelchair. Got it. You're both just sad sacks. Okay, let's move forward. And they continue to this like. This is super sexy f- conversation, guys. And they continue to flirt and reminisce for a bit. There's like this weird version of palpable tension between them. Yeah. My favorite is he just like fist pumps her and walks away. <laughs> She's like calls after him going, hey. Do you want to come inside? Oh, it's like it is awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward. It's like, but it's 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 their awkward. Sure, it is, and they're both very accepting of each other. Yeah. But I can feel weird about it's it. It's so weird, especially because it's Camille's face. It's Camille's face. It's Camille's yeah. face and body. Yeah. So the doors to her room open, and it's. Yep. Bro, you about to fuck Camille Ray. There's some snogging. Mm-hmm. There's some embracing. And eventually, like, Rush is like, mmm. Yeah. You are in Camille Ray's body. Yep. I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is super weird. 
on top of the fact that his wife's passing. Yeah. Well, and she gets so, so that's she's like, the part she says out loud, but let's not pretend the other part is. She's there. like, look, it's just me. It's Amanda. And he's like, we know for a fact it's not that it's straightforward. Not, no, it's not. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> she also, she pulls out the, this, I can, maybe the only time I can have sex card. Oh. <laughs> That's a rough card to pull. Hey, can you please have sex with me? Because this is the one and only time that I'll be able to participate actively uh, in sex. Good on her for being able to just be that honest and frank. And like, I don't want to take any of her dignity away. No. But uh, I don't imagine it feels easy being on the other side of that. No, because then you have like the, I get that. But then you have the other part that's like, oh. That puts weird pressure on me. Now I have to perform exactly. on top of the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. On top of the fact that your body is a fr- colleague. Not yours. Of mine. Yeah, I'd struggle. And Rush is like, on top of all this, you know how fucked up I was after Gloria died. Mm-hmm. Like the bigger part of the... Mi- Besides you have Chloe's face. Mm-hmm. Not Chloe's face. Camille's ra- sure, Ray's sure, face. Sure, sure, Yeah. Like, you know how fucked I up when my wife died? Yeah, I just had to relive all of that shit. And we thought originally that she'd only passed a couple months before the series started. Turns out that was a couple years ago. Yeah. So while it's been years, that shit is now real fresh in my brain. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. uh, she's like, look, I don't know the specifics of what weird sci-fi goes on in this ship, mm-hmm. but she is at least happy, sees the sort of pain and conflict going through um, her his face, and she's happy that right now she can just wrap him up in a big hug. Yeah. That's a good hug. I'll give them credit. It's, it's a, a good really hug. good hug. It's a real good hug. Yeah. <laughs> Timing's a little sucky, yeah. but the, good, the hug is good. Yeah. I do like that. I do like that. There's a little bit of park in her. She's like, "Look, I can participate in sex in a way that I won't get to again." Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're interrupted by TJ at the door. Who's I like, like how cool she is. She's, she's like, "That's fine." Of course, this was gonna happen. You do you. Like um, she almost revels in making them uncomfortable. Yes. Like she's like, "Hi, what's going on, guys?" So, by the way, Young needs us in the control room because uh-huh. shit's about to hit the fan. Yep. I mean, I can buy you like five minutes mm-hmm. if you think that's enough time. I appreciate though how she just kind of sits in it. Like there's <laughs> almost a smirk in her face. I think I'd react. I think I would do that because I'm the butthole. I'm like, what's going on? What are you guys doing? What you doing? <laughs> just uh just uh door closed here you little embrace yeah yeah little quiet time so sharon finally gets home hours after she was supposed to because mm-hmm. she accidentally locked her keys in the car ray i can't i can't say i don't sometimes get this vibe has been worried sick that something happened to her and she was dead in the ditch on the side of the road <laughs> yeah they both try to calm each other down um, and Sharon's like, look, I know what it's like to wait for someone Sharon's you love like, to come home. Excuse me, you don't get to lose your fucking shit at me for losing my keys for a couple hours. Okay? Yeah. Pot kettle. Hi. Can you shut your mouth? Yeah, yeah. that feels real shitty, doesn't it? Yeah. 
Um, but, I'm telling you, she's a saint because she did not take this opportunity to pick a fight <laughs> like I might have. Um, but Ray is still very emotional and something about that physical response triggers something in Amanda's sure. body that, that the body can't handle. Yeah. Sharon Ugh. calls Mary over in a panic who, Hope. whatever this is, Mary has seen before and yeah. is calm and elevates the legs above the heart and yeah. is calming both of them down. Yeah. And again, Mary for the fucking win. Yep. MVP. So almost everyone we know is gathered in the control room mm-hmm. when so they figure out what happened yep. when james first swapped with amanda when she came back she panicked and she knocked the freaky friday stone off the table yeah and when she did that because the machine doesn't turned off in the right way right the link with her and that stone wasn't closed yeah she was still linked with that stone. you think by now like the people on standby would just be in charge of watching these fucking stones at all times i know the aliens, I guess, have been continually testing to see if there's another opening on yep. board Destiny on repeat, and they finally mm-hmm. found one, they took it, and then they sabotaged the FDL drive. Of course. And TJ didn't think anything of the missing time because she was concussed. Yep. Or assumed it was a concussion. Yeah. And so, yeah, the aliens know we're out here. Mm-hmm. The void is fucking massive. So what are they going to... How? Sure. They yeah. can't... They know we exist, but there's a big, we're a big, it's a big haystack with a little needle. Unless. Unless. When they swap, the alien either sent a message or saw and remembered their position before mm-hmm. they went back. Oh, possible. Which means they've had weeks, weeks of traveling to where they are in the void. They're coming. Mm-hmm. And most likely pretty soon. Great. Awesome. Um, so Sharon and Ray apologize at each other (laughs) for earlier. And that's when Major Peterson knocks on the door. He doesn't say anything about the ship being attacked, just that Amanda may have to return to her body soon. And best we do that at the Air Force facility. I like this. The giantest Air Force man that has ever, like, are they even allowed to be that tall in the Air Force? Don't you have to fit in the planes? No, I mean. This man's enormous. He's probably, he's not flying planes, I don't think. That's true. He's enormous Chris Isaac, which I don't know if you caught that either. He looks a lot like Chris Isaac. I did. But I could not get past. I was like, this man is enormous. (laughs) it could just be that these were all petite women yeah but like he's fucking touching the ceiling he's real tall anyway that was very important to me to point out that's fine my grandfather was very tall in the air force but he wasn't flying planes okay yeah he was an mp gotcha because he was giant got it yeah (laughs) i mean i don't know if he was an mp because he was giant but he was an mp or if that was just a convenient thing yeah got it um so (laughs) sharon and ray say their goodbyes they just now noticed i just now noticed i don't know if you picked it up um ray and sharon are wearing the same necklace oh they have matching necklaces it's that double circle yeah 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 so ray on the ship has it and i noticed here and i hadn't noticed it and i think they've been wearing it since that makes sense first time we saw sharon yeah they have matching necklaces which is adorable Mm mm-hmm so Young has handwritten notes for both Scott and TJ. And he leaves them in his room. He heads for the control room and talks to the whole ship. Yeah. While he's talking, we see everyone getting armed up for a fight. We say TJ prepping the infirmary for casualties. James is feeding Franklin, who yeah. is somehow responding to Young. Mm-hmm. And Young tells them all that they have still have days of repairs left to the engines. But... 
I guess somehow they know the attack is pretty imminent. Um, the shield won't hold if they get crazy attacked. This is a little bit his Independence Day speech. This is kind of, yeah, but not nearly as poetic. Right. Um, they can't jump. They can't escape through the Stargate. They're kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. He says Scott's in charge. If they do get boarded, Greer's going to coordinate strike teams. But everyone will have to help defend this ship. Yep. And if it comes down to it, he knows they're going to give him a good fight. That's all we can do. And after he's done talking to everyone, he tells Amanda that when shit comes to shove, you need to swap back. You need to go home. Yeah. yeah. And we know Young is heading to the chair. Mm-hmm. He wants Rush to talk, be there and help talk him through it. And as James is, is talking to Franklin, he's... He's able, he manages to reach out shakily and grab her hand. Yeah. And this clearly takes so much effort. Again, so much sweating on Franklin's part. And he manages to say the chair. The chair. The claw. Two ships drop out of FTL. It's got radios down to to the chair room that they've Mm -hmm. arrived. Young gets their hands off the sidearm and is like, cool, what do I do? Yep. Walk me through this. And Rush is like, well. You sit in the chair. <laughs> you got to cut off the damage. We, we got rid of the damage engine. You have to tell Destiny to to connect the remaining engine so we can jump. He's like, cool. How do I do that? <laughs> well, first you got to sit in the chair. You sit in the chair. And Young just turns around and like, I fucks the chair. Here I go. I'm sitting in the chair. Before he can sit in the chair, though, James runs in and is like. Stop. Franklin, Franklin's talking about the chair. Yeah. That's all he said was the chair. I'm pretty sure he knows what's going on. And I'm pretty sure he's saying he needs to be the one in the chair. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you don't know that. You don't know that either. You don't know that. You don't know that. She doesn't know that. You don't know that. You don't know. James is like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure this is exactly what he means as the ship starts to shake under, under yeah. fire. Rush is like. Actually, that sounds like a really good idea. I love that Rush is the voice of reason in this moment. <laughs> because his brain's already been through all this before. Mm-hmm. Young's like, we're not going to have this discussion right now in the middle of a battle. I'm not going to sacrifice Franklin. Um, You're not sacrificing Franklin. <laughs> Franklin's a better choice than you are. Let's be real clear. So he's not having like... All these discussions of why I should be Franklin, he's mm-hmm. like, no. Rush is like, maybe let's give Franklin the choice. Yeah. We have time for that, maybe. Mm-hmm. So they go and see him. He's sitting up in his bed. Rush kneels down to him and takes his hands and actually in this, like, again, weird show of empathy from, yeah. from Rush explains to him the situation and tells him, like, if someone goes to sit in that chair... Someone has to. We have to get these repairs made or all going to be killed or taken. Mm-hmm. As the ship shakes, Franklin has like trouble focusing. You can see he's struggling to do oh, something. Yeah. And he, he just like respond. Yeah. And and Young gets down and is like, do you understand what we're asking you to do right now? And he still has trouble speaking, but he manages to every ounce of energy he has to squeeze Russia's hand. Mm-hmm. That's a yes. Yeah. In case you didn't catch it, it's a little tiny nod too. Everyone else in the control room, there's smaller fighters making their way to Destiny. Scott's like, kill them first because they're going to board the ship. Yeah. 
and Destiny keeps taking more fire from the larger ships. The shields are holding for now. Yeah. They get Franklin to the chair and immediately lights up. James is is gonna head back to her team now because they'll need her. I don't care for how he dismisses her though. It's a little rude. I think he's in the middle of shit. Like you could have said thank you. You could have. Because she literally saved your ass from yes. the chair. Yeah. And made the better decision. He's focused on other shit right now. She's Not- like, go back to your team. Yeah. Not like a child. Excusing it. Yeah. But yeah. He wanted to talk that way to Scott or to TJ. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The chair activates and locks Franklin in. Mm -hmm. But this time as I'm buried into his head, it just like connects like it did with Rush. And this time the place, like refrigerator mist starts Mm -hmm. coming down, dropping the temperature. And the lights flicker for a second. Franklin opens his eyes and is more coherent than we've seen him Ever. Since he went into the chair and managed to tell Young to go with a fair amount of more confidence. Mm -hmm. And both Rush and Young leave the room, leaving Franklin there alone as the door shut. And James joins the group preparing to defend the ship. And we see her specifically switch off the safety of her rifle. Mm -hmm. Um, Eli notices something is happening and goes to Amanda's console and double checks the something that is happening. Mm Mm-hmm. The chair room is definitely freezing. Mm-hmm. The mist is getting thick. We can see the his uh, Franklin's skin starting to turn blue, almost like a touch of frostbite. It's doing things. And it's, the small round window also gets frozen over. And Riley was already there, so they're like, don't let anyone. Keep an eye on the door. Watch door. Guard yeah. door. Mm-hmm. Hold the door. Oh. Um, Greer, Scott tells Greer they're Shit's about to happen right where you are, conveniently enough. Mm-hmm. And almost as soon as Young makes it to the control room, where Scott's surprised to see him, because yep. he was about to sit in the chair, Amanda announces that the FTL drive is powering up. <laughs> what if Scott was like, oh, I already read your letter. <laughs> I just feel like the right thing to do. Just read it first. It's weird. The things you asked me to do, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the countdown clock... Turns on. Yeah. Very close to zero. It doesn't take long. And in mid-battle, we see Destiny just fuck on off. Bye. Just jumps away. Yeah. She casts Misty Step. And everyone feels the ship jump and everyone breathes a sigh of relief because they know exactly what that is. Mm -hmm. And because of the FTL jump, Ray is back in her body for a split second going, this means you fixed the ship, right? Yeah. Quick little glitch. Before Amanda's back. Yeah. And Rush quickly looks things over. The FTL is running better than before. Um, and because we don't have to drag the old shitty engine around. Yeah. Too early to say for sure, but it looks like they're going to make it to the next galaxy. Every little bit counts. Uh, everyone's like, cool. Stands down. Young leaves. Eli uh, gives Rush and Amanda a minute because Amanda knows that the job is done and mm-hmm. it's time for her to go home. Or you could not. Or you could not. Uh, They don't delay. Not long after Amanda and Rush arrive in the stone room. um, While it's not like a nice thing to say, he does hope. She does hope Rush needs her help again. And she says that too. Rush is like, I can arrange that. (laughs) I need Dr. Perry. And they they snog one more time. Mm -hmm. And then she slowly with regret, again, savoring the small things like moving her hand, Mm -hmm. uh, says goodbye and switches the box off. 
And Rush covers all emotions he had Donald writing his all book. All gone now. Yeah. So Ray, who is his here now. His emotions left with Dr. Barry. Doesn't see past his hard candy coating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Ray's very happy to have her body back. Yeah. And funny thing. Yeah, super normal things. When we head back into the chair room, mm-hmm. Riley watched the door the whole time. The door never opened. But when Young and James head in there, there is no Franklin. There's just some mist left, and all the restraints are still locked and closed. Ascension! Ascension! <laughs> Thank you. Ascension! A hundred percent, this man ascended. That's my prediction. Okay. One million percent, <laughs> he ascended. What else could have happened? Nothing else could have happened. I don't know. I'm making that call. Okay. Tune in in two weeks because I won't be here next week. You will not be here next week. Um, I, So no episode next week, guys. I will be unavailable and I will be roaming other parts of this country. Would you like to know what the name of the next episode is? Yes. Pain. Fuck. <laughs> Ascension pain. Ascension pain. Um, pain tension. Pain tension. That actually makes more sense. Yeah, it does. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. No, we won't. I just said that. (laughs) We'll see you guys in two weeks with pain. Pain. It's a sequel to plane. Um, (laughs) Until then, you know where to find us. Email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Facebook at there's no place like Tara. Uh, like us, rate us, review us. Patreon.com slash yeah. the place Tara. Sure. The Twitter exists, but we're not there anymore. We love you guys. He ascended. Bye. Bye. Bye.